your excellencies and various guests who are here with us, members of the media and leaders of various organizations. It is a pleasure to present to you two matters. The first is to inform and advise you that the BRICS leaders in the 15th BRICS Summit have over the past two days had occasion to have discussions both in a retreat form as well as in a proper official summit. And in the course of those discussions, have reached a conclusion to adopt the Johannesburg II Declaration. It's a declaration that encompasses and covers the various issues that the leaders had to decide on. These matters have been in discussion for over a year in various iterations and meetings being prepared by our shepherds and ministers in various meetings. And in the end, the declaration has now been adopted as Declaration 2, Johannesburg Declaration 2, and is adopted. And now we come to the media statement, which I will read out, and thereafter, each one of the BRICS leaders will make a statement. We have successfully concluded the 15th BRICS Summit yesterday. It is the first BRICS Summit to be hosted in person since COVID-19 pandemic and the subsequent global travel restrictions. Leading up to the summit, there was a wide-ranging BRICS business forum attended by some 1,500 business people from BRICS countries as well as from other countries from around the globe. This business forum was aimed at attracting investment, promoting collaboration, and showcasing opportunities within South Africa, the African continent, and indeed BRICS countries as well. We had an opportunity to receive a report from the president of the New Development Bank, Dilma Rousseff, on the vision and the role of the bank and the role that it intends to play to support infrastructure and sustainable development in Africa and in the global south. We celebrated the 10th anniversary of the establishment of the BRICS Business Council and welcomed their report and the subsequent recommendations that they made to the leaders. 
We also welcomed the work of the BRICS Women's Business Alliance in their first in-person engagement with the BRICS leaders. We particularly welcomed the participation of youth representatives in the summit. We endorsed our expectations for the BRICS economic partnership to generate tangible benefits for our communities and deliver viable solutions for common challenges faced by the Global South. We shared our vision of BRICS as a champion of the needs and concerns of the peoples of the Global South. These include the need for beneficial economic growth, sustainable development, and the reform of multilateral systems. We reiterate our commitment to inclusive multilateralism and upholding international law, including the purposes and principles enshrined in the United Nations Charter. We are concerned about ongoing conflicts in many parts of the world. We stress our commitment to the peaceful resolution of differences and disputes through dialogue and inclusive consultation. The summit noted that an unbalanced recovery from the hardships of COVID-19 pandemic is exacerbating inequality across the world. We encourage multilateral financial institutions and international organizations to play a constructive role in building global consensus on economic policies. We have noted that there is global momentum for the use of local currencies, alternative financial arrangements, and alternative payment systems. As BRICS, we are ready to explore opportunities for improving the stability reliability and fairness of the global financial architecture. In this regard, BRICS leaders have tasked their finance ministers and central bank governors as appropriate to consider the issue of local currencies, payment instruments and platforms and to report back to the BRICS leaders by the next summit. This summit reaffirmed the importance of BRICS people-to-people -people exchanges in enhancing mutual understanding, friendship, and cooperation. The summit appreciates the progress made over the last year in the fields of media, culture, education, sports, arts, youth, civil society, and academic exchanges. We adopted the Johannesburg II Declaration, which reflects key BRICS messages on matters of global economic, financial, and political importance. It demonstrates the shared values and common interests that underlie our mutual beneficial cooperation as the five 
BRICS countries. BRICS itself is a diverse group of nations. It is an equal partnership of countries that have differing views but have a shared vision for a better world. As the five BRICS countries, we have reached agreement on the guiding principles, standards, criteria, and procedures of the BRICS expansion process, which has been in discussion for quite a while. We have consensus on the first phase of this expansion process, and other phases will follow. We have decided to invite the Argentine Republic, the Arab Republic of Egypt, the Federal Democratic Republic of Ethiopia, the Islamic Republic of Iran, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates to become full members of BRICS, the membership will take effect from the 1st of January 2024. We value the interests of other countries in building a partnership with BRICS. We have tasked our foreign ministers to further develop the BRICS partner country model and a list of prospective partner countries and report by the next summit. Today, we will be hosting leaders from Africa and the Global South in the BRICS Africa Outreach and the BRICS Plus Dialogue. This is so that we can have an inclusive dialogue on key issues affecting developing economies and identify actions that we can take together towards a more equitable, inclusive, and representative world. May I conclude by thanking the leaders of Brazil, Russia, India, and China, together with their delegations for participating in this most successful 15th BRICS Summit held in Johannesburg, South Africa. Through this summit, BRICS has embarked on a new chapter in its effort to build a world that is fair, a world that is just, a world that is also inclusive and prosperous. I thank you. I'm now going to ask President Lula da Silva, President of Brazil, to be the first to speak, and thereafter I'll ask the others to follow. Thank you very much. Well, first of all, I would like to thank especially President Ramaphosa and his team for the very warmth uh, hosting of the BRICS meeting and for the first face-to-face -face summit meeting at BRICS, I also would like to congratulate to the team of the foreign affairs ministers for all the extraordinary work that they did to conduct and the production of this declaration that we just signed here. The last time that I participated in a BRICS meeting 
was in 2010, and I am deeply very well impressed with the maturity of the BRICS and with the results that we managed to reach. In 2011, uh, in the, the South Africa joining the group gave much more representation to the groups and including one of the regions that grow more, most in, in the world. Many said that we were too much different so that we can forge a common view. The experience, nevertheless, demonstrates the contrary. Our diversity strengthens the fight for a new international order that will accommodate pluralism in terms of geography, economy, and, and politics in the 21st century. In this world of transition, the BRICS offers us a source of creative solutions for the challenges that we face. The relevance of the BRICS is confirmed by the growing interest of other countries demonstrate to join our grouping. Amongst the many results of the summit meeting of today, I could stress the enhancement of the BRICS, including new members. As President Ramaphosa just said, it's with great pleasure that Brazil gives the welcome to the BRICS, to Saudi Arabia, to Argentina, to the new members, to Egypt, to the United Arab Emirates, to Ethiopia, and to Iran. Now, the GDP of the BRICS is going up to 37% of the world GDP in terms of purchasing power and 46% in terms of the world population. BRICS will continue open to new members, and for that we also approved criteria procedures for future members. We also approved the creation of a working group so that we can study the adoption of a unit currency as reference for the BRICS. This measure could increase our options for means of payment and reduce our vulnerabilities. I would like to stress the decision that was made to the reform of the GOBLO governance and special relationship to the UN Security Council. And last but not the least, I would dedicate a special message to my dear uh, Alberto Fernandes, President of Argentina, great friend of Brazil and of the developing world. We will continue to move forward side by side with our brothers Argentinas in another international forum. We will continue to advocate themes with direct impact of the quality of lives of our peoples as fighting hunger, poverty, and inequality, and the promotion of sustainable development. We will promote the overcome of all ways of inequality that exist in the world, and that the BRICS will continue to be a driving force of a new international order that will be, have more failures and an indispensable player to promote peace, to promote multilateralism, and in the defense of the international order and rule. Thank you very much. Lula da Silva, for your statement, it now gives me a privilege to ask President Vladimir Putin, President of the Russian Federation, to speak. Your Excellency, Mr. President, dear friends, dear colleagues, just like other participants of today's event, 
I would like to thank our South African friends for the efforts they have made during our joint work. I appreciate their efforts, and I would like to note, as it turned out, this was a challenging work, and President Ramaphosa showed a unique diplomatic mastery as we negotiated all the positions, including when it comes to BRICS expansion. Just now, Brazilian counterpart President Lula da Silva highlighted the most important aspects for all of us. And I would like to especially emphasize the issues for mutual currency settlement, united currency issue. This is a challenging task. Nevertheless, we will move towards resolution. And the second thing that I would like to mention, it has to do with uh, ensuring settlements between our countries in economic terms. I would like to congratulate new BRICS members on the full membership. They will assume their membership next year. Let me assure all of the colleagues that we will keep up with the work that we have launched to expand BRICS influence in the world, namely, I mean ensuring practical collaboration with new BRICS members and with those who will be working with BRICS within the outreach format, with our partners who pay attention to cooperation with our group and that are willing to work with us. We really appreciate and respect that, and we will definitely ensure a smooth work. Certainly, we will consult with all the colleagues on how to best arrange this work during discussions at the level of foreign ministers and other agencies. We will establish the relevant rules and procedures so that the role and importance of BRICS in the world continue to grow. Thanks a lot. Thank you, President Putin, for your statement. We now call upon Prime Minister Narendra Modi, the Prime Minister of India. I asked him this morning whether the lunar module is still firmly <clears throat> on the ground on the moon, and he said yes. So. Yesterday, we congratulated India for landing a lunar model on the moon. So maybe he'll be outlining the scientific aspects of uh, how the lunar model is going to proceed forward. Prime Minister. Excellencies, friends from the media, Namaskar. First of all, I would like to commend my friend, uh, President Ramaphosa, for the successful organization of this summit. 
I congratulate him for this. I'm very pleased that this three-day meeting has had many positive outcomes. On the 15th anniversary of BRICS, we have taken the important decision to expand it. As I had said yesterday, India has uh, always fully supported the expansion of BRICS membership. India has always believed that the addition of new members will further strengthen BRICS as an organization, and it will give our shared efforts a new impetus. This will also strengthen uh, the belief of uh, many countries in the world in a multipolar world order. I am pleased that our teams have together agreed on the guiding principles, standards, criteria, and procedures for the expansion. And on the basis of these, we have agreed to welcome into BRICS Argentina, Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and the UAE. First of all, I would like to convey my heartfelt congratulations to the leaders and people of these countries. I'm confident that together with these countries, we will be able to infuse new momentum and new energy into our cooperation. India has had very deep and historic relations with all of these countries. With the help of BRICS, new dimensions will be added to our bilateral cooperation also. For the other countries that have expressed a desire to join BRICS, India will contribute towards building a consensus for them to be a part of BRICS as partner countries. Friends, the expansion and modernization of BRICS is a message that all institutions in the world need to mold themselves according to changing times. This is an initiative that can be an example for reforms in other global institutions that were established in the 20th century. Friends, just uh, as my friend President Ramaphosa mentioned about uh, the moon mission of India, there were so many words of congratulations. And since yesterday, I have been here and have received so many words of congratulations from everybody and all across the world, in fact. This success is not to be viewed as the success of one single country. It is the success, it is being accepted as the success of all mankind. It is a matter of great pride for us 
and for the Indian scientists, it's a time for appreciation and being commended from all across the world. Friends, last evening, India's Chandrayaan successfully made a soft landing on the south pole of the moon. And as, as I said, this is a big achievement, not only for India, but also for the scientific community all over the world. And the area uh, which was identified as the target by India is an area where no efforts were made for landing so far. And this effort has been successful. In fact, the terrain is very difficult, and science was able to lead us to that terrain. So I believe that this is a success of science. It's a success of our scientists. I, on this very historic occasion, I have received India has received, Indian scientists have received, received, and uh, the entire scientific world of uh, the entire world uh, has received congratulatory messages and notes. I would like to thank all of you, not only from myself, but from all Indians, and also on behalf of the scientists, of my Indian scientists. Thank you very much. It now gives, thank you very much, Prime Minister Modi. It now gives me the pleasure to ask President Xi Jinping, President of the People's Republic of China, to make his statement. President Ramaphosa, colleagues, friends from the press, I am pleased to join you here. At the outset, I wish to thank President Ramaphosa and the South African government for the thoughtful arrangements they made for the BRICS summit this year. BRICS countries are all countries with important influence and shoulder important responsibilities for world peace and development. During the summit, we had in-depth exchanges on the current international situation and BRICS cooperation, reached broad consensus, adopted the declaration, and achieved fruitful outcomes. Leaders of the five countries unanimously agreed to invite Saudi Arabia, Egypt, the United Arab Emirates, Argentina, Iran, and Ethiopia to the BRICS family as official members. China congratulates these countries and highly appreciate the efforts made by our Chair, South Africa, and President Ramaphosa. This membership expansion is historic. It shows the determination of BRICS countries
for unity and cooperation with the broader developing countries. It meets the expectation of the international community and the common interests of emerging market countries and developing countries. The expansion is also a new starting point for BRICS cooperation. It will bring new vigor to the BRICS cooperation mechanism, further strengthen the force for world peace and development. I am confident as long as we work with a common purpose, there's a lot that BRICS cooperation can achieve, and the future will be bright for BRICS countries. Let us work together to write a new chapter of emerging market countries and developing countries working together in unity for development. Thank you.